Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A lot of big catches happening already in Moorhead City at the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament. And you know what? We said a little bit later we were going to have the executive director, Madison Strzok, but you know what? We're going to get here and actually here in just a moment. Madison Strzok, she's going to join us here in just a moment. C-Toy brought in a Blue Marlin today. Weighed 463.7 pounds. That's second right now. That's crazy, man. Lady Diane has voted a Blue Marlin. Expected to arrive somewhere between 4.30 and 5 o'clock. So we're going to get Madison uh, struck on the executive director here in just a little bit. So we're working around her time because she's she operates around when these boats are coming in. So we're going to do a four of a kind here in just a moment. But, Chris, uh, a lot of releases today. Uh, a lot of different stuff uh, happening there at the Blue Rock. And you know what? I'm excited. I want to see Michael Jordan catch one. And, and you know what? Here's the thing, too. And you, you brought up the 463-pounder that was caught today. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, C-Student brought in um, a Blue Marlin wing, 470.2 pounds. And so the fabulous Fisherman's title prize payout, $739,500. Still up for grabs when it comes down to that. So yeah. uh, a lot of money is still on the line uh, at the Big Rock down at Moorhead City. Yeah, that first 500-plus pounder gets, like you said, 739500 bucks. That's a lot of money. Need that. That's a, You and I both. You and I both. That's why we turn to the Heat Strata Motive Group Hotline, the executive director of the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament, Madison Strzok, joining us here on the Heat Strata Motive Group Hotline. Madison, uh, do we have potentially uh, a 500-plus pounder on Lady Diane on that boat right now? What are we hearing? What's the latest? The latest. Well, I wish I could tell you, but we are um, in the dark as much as you guys are. Oh. So the anticipation is is building for sure for 5 o'clock. Madison Strzok joining us here on the Heat Automotive Group Hotline, the exec- executive director of the Big Rock. Just from your time there, what you've seen so far this year, how much has this, this event grown? Is this the buzz around the event? Mm. It's such an annual thing that's special to the state of North Carolina. It really is. I mean, year after year, I ask myself how it can get better, and it continues to build, and our community continues to go crazy for it, and the participants are awesome and keep coming back, and really our community is just thriving on it this week, and it's been incredible to be a part of it. Madison Strzok joining us right now. He's our Automotive Group Hotline. I'm Chris Lee. That is Dennis Jamel Cox. Uh, I do want to ask about this, Don. We're so glad that everybody on April May is safe since uh, that boat was struck by lightning earlier this morning, or I guess Monday morning. Um, and and it, we also read that Seawolf stayed with the boat until the Coast Guard could reach them. Um, that's amazing. But I do want to ask, one, is there any uh, latest on uh, April, May? And also for the folks on Seawolf, because they did st- sit around and they waited for them to make sure they were okay, um, does that count against them for like a day to be at uh, out at sea? Do they get another day um, because they did wait around some? Um, no, they do not. Um, that was an incredible thing for them to do, and mm. I mean we appreciate them a lot. But um, I'm not going to say much just because uh, 
April May did ask us to respect their privacy gotcha. until they got in sure. and um, gave us an update. So I do know they're safe and sound. The Coast Guard got them back um, around noontime today, and everyone was safe. So our prayers worked, and they've been in our thoughts. Absolutely. That's what matters at the end of the day. It does. Again, Madison Struck, Executive Director of the Big Rod, joining us here in the Keystone Automotive Group Hotline. Madison, what are some of the things that you all do in partnership with uh, local marine biologists and such to actually make sure that part of this fishing tournament is also making sure that the health and the ecosystem off the shores here of the coast of North Carolina are, are, are safe and healthy? Absolutely. We work with um, a research team from NC State. Uh, they are um, dockside with us the entire tournament week, and every fish that comes into the scales, they uh, sample so they can learn more about the species, more about what it eats, how old it is, um, you know, more about the biological parts, whether it's a dolphin or a marlin. Um, and samples are also sent across the country to different universities like Stanford um, to learn more about blue marlin and where they migrate from and where they go to. Madison, uh, we also know that Catch 23 is out on the mm-hmm. water today, Michael Jordan's boat. Uh, on, on days like this, when you know that Michael Jordan's boat is there and, and maybe he's possibly in town, how much bigger um, is, is the, the media coverage? How much bigger um, do, is it for fans to come out and try to be a part of it? Because Michael Jordan is there in town being a part of his, this great event. It is great publicity. I will say ever since he's participated, we have seen a large increase in exposure, which is amazing. Um, but I think the tournament itself and sport fishing itself really has taken off the past couple of years as well. Um, but adding a celebrity to the mix doesn't hurt at all by any means um and being you know from wilmington i think that's also another connection for us which makes it cool for him to be here madison my final question for you is can chris and i have a boat in there next year now we don't have like a like a, a 40 footer or even a 70 foot you know boat or anything like that i don't that. have a boat but we can get a canoe like could that potentially work i know we're not gonna be able to get far offshore but is there a way that we could actually participate in this next year hey i mean we've had 20 foot boats in the tournament this year so if y'all get anything bigger than that save me a spot on there let's Listen, go I, I think the best thing for us is to try to maybe do a radio show from the water if we could yes yeah is, if there's is there a light is there a lighthouse with internet about 12 miles off the coast <laughs> that we could actually do a radio show there next year i'm sure we can make something happen i like this i like let's this uh, madison thanks for your time we really do appreciate it best of luck the rest of this week with the tournament going on. I know Lady Diane's expected somewhere around between 4, 30, 5 o'clock. Uh, with the, they, they boated a blue marlin. Hopefully we'll get one that's 500-plus pounds, and we can give away a lot of cash. That's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see a lot of money handed out all these prizes. That big check away. So stay tuned and uh, watch all the action on our app or on YouTube. That's That we certainly will. Madison Strzok, Executive Director of the Big Rock, joining Thank us you. here on the Houston Auto Group Hotline. Thank you for your time, and again, enjoy the rest of the week. That was pretty awesome to uh, to hear that we can actually do a show from a lighthouse there next year, Chris. Yeah, so I want that to happen. Here's what I Paul, want to happen. Paul, our boss, Paul the Bearer, I hope you're listening. Here's what I want to happen, okay? Because mm-hmm. next year will also be right before the NBA draft. If Jordan decides not to sell, okay, or if he does sell the Hornets, yeah. Maybe he'll have some things to talk about in the basketball world. Mm. And maybe he'll want to drop by and we'll have that ever-elusive Michael Jordan interview. Yes. Got to make this happen. Can we do it from his boat? 
Oh my God! Can we do it from the oh, catch twenty three? Even better. Can we do a oh, show see, from the catch twenty three? Now you're cooking with grease right here oh. because like we, if we can get first off, that's Michael Jordan. He's a billionaire. Yeah, Jordan. Can you make sure there's internet on this boat? I'm sure there is. Yes, high speed. Cool. We will do the show from your yacht. Yo. We got some calls to make. We definitely have some calls to make. <laughs> We've got some calls we to make. We have to put some things in action. Wow. You know what? I think I know who to this call just... to. I'm sorry. Why are you on the phone right now? Why is your mic still on? Why aren't you calling this person right now? See ya. <laughs> Chris is going to make some calls. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete of Capital Financial Advisory Group. Coach, is it still true that a million is enough to retire on? Tim, maybe and maybe not. The most important thing is to get a real plan that gives you income you never outlive. We'll give that away to the next 10 people. Call right now. The number to call, 800-691-3215. Text TIM to 600-700 if you're interested in texting. Once again, that phone number is 800-691-3215 or text TIM to 600-700 for that deal. Big thanks to Madison Strzok, the executive director of the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament. She joined us here earlier uh, at 4 o'clock. If you missed the conversation, check it out on the Best of 99.9 The Fan podcast. Also, if you want to catch any of the content that we put out, Go to 99.9 The Fans' YouTube page. Elbow drop that subscribe button. Make sure you hit that notification bell as well so you don't miss any of the content and the stuff that we put out there, including conversations that we've had today, past days, stuff from Adam Gold Show, Chris and I, Culture State, afternoons here on The Fan, all kinds of stuff oh, yeah. on 99.9 The Fans' YouTube page. We didn't do it at 4 o'clock because Madison Strzok joined us, but it's time for our four of a kind. Now, with the Big Rock going on, Chris, a lot of catches, whether they're Blue Marlin, Wahoo, Dolphin, a lot of catches taking place. So, our four-of-a-kind catches. I'll let you start, sir. Uh, Four-of-a-kind best catches. This is the best catch uh, for me personally. Mm -hmm. And the best catch ever for me personally is named Carissa Lee. Oh, I see. Um, You know, just a wonderful catch. Uh I was just minding my business. Uh Uh-huh. Working in my nightclub in Greensboro, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, this beauty from the island of Bermuda mm-hmm. comes up to me in a drunken state <laughs> and says, you're sexy. <laughs> really? That's how we met. Okay. And uh, now, all these years later, two kids, two homes, all these great careers that I've been able to be a part of, all because of... I have a, a great catch in Carissa Lee. Okay. Well, it's interesting that you say that. Uh, my number one on my list, I actually tell my girlfriend this <laughs> quite often. Hey, I know a great catch when I see one. And I give her a wink. Hey. Hey, so yeah. You don't say her name? No, I. I, I well, okay. <laughs> we have Say we my actually, name. Say my name. When no one is around you. That's the next bump right there. Oh, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the next bump. No, actually, I haven't gotten, I've, I haven't talked to her about actually using her name on air. Okay. So that's why I haven't done it yet. Okay, I got but you. But yes, my girlfriend, amazing catch. I told her this the other day. Okay. She's probably listening right now. I'm probably going to get a text from her in a matter of minutes. My next on my list, Chris. So look at uh, look at us being all sappy. And cool. I know, right? I love it. It's right? not even Valentine's Day. We're being sappy. Look at us. Number one, no, number two on my list being the. Descendant of Western Pennsylvanians, including a grandfather who worked in the steel mills of Pittsburgh, the Immaculate Reception. Mm. One of the greatest catches 
in sports history, the immaculate reception. Uh, I have one that's similar. Okay. Okay. Um, I wrote back in, I, I used to be a rapper back in the day, and yeah. I wrote this song. And my verse in this song actually was about Carissa. And I used this reference in there. I said, Dwight Clark for the win, lady, you're the catch. And Dwight Clark with the catch, of course, San Francisco, had to put him in there. One of the best catches ever. The catch. So no one has the catch. The catch. And I, com- I compared her to the catch. So my first two kind of go hand in hand. Okay, what's the next one? On uh, the next one is... Catches catch can wrestling because I love I love that right. All right, describe what catch as catch can wrestling actually is. It's basically for all us pro wrestling. It's basically wrestling with, for, with all holds permitted, and it's it's actually a legit form of wrestling. Okay, where you're kind of it's almost kind of like a mixture of styles. You're not uh, like, for instance, the wrestling I did in high school. You can't do uh, you can't put somebody in in a submission hold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you can't choke them out. But in catches catch can wrestling, it's basically mat based wrestling where all holds are legal. So you have to watch out for any and everything mm-hmm. that could happen with that. And honestly, pro wrestling kind of evolved out of that, which is pretty sweet. So if you go down to the if you just really pare it down to what the sport actually really is, see catches catch can wrestling, it's a pretty sweet sport to me. I love it. And that's where pro wrestling came from. Okay. Little history lesson for the folks. Next on my list, the old cliche. Oh, it's a catch twenty-two. <laughs> what? What? Sorry. Okay. I just read ahead on the dot. No, no, it's totally fine. The uh, the 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 cliche. Oh, it's a catch. It's a word. It's a true catch twenty-two situation. That's true. True catch twenty-two yeah. situation. Last one. Uh, <laughs> last one on my list. I know this is why you're laughing because I just typed it in. The uh, catch me outside. How about that? That girl. <laughs> catch me outside. How about that? She is making. If I'm not mistaken, I think She's this is the same person. Bank right now. I think this is the same person. I think she like started in OnlyFans. Go figure. And and she is making a lot of money off of that. Like something like around forty million a year. What? If I'm not mistaken, Wait, if I'm what? if I'm not mistaken, I have to look this up. But I believe it's the same girl. If it's not her, it's um it's somebody else. But like some of these, you know, Instagram famous people, they just they're kind of like the same people to me. But somebody in that area, and I think it's her. I think she makes a boatload of money as we're talking about Big Rock. A boatload of money. On, on that. Goodness. Okay. But, yes, uh, catch me outside. How about that? So, my last one to go to professional oh, wrestling. Oh, wow. Okay. Hold on. She goes by you the – okay. Yeah, go on. Go on. I'll, okay. I'll, I'm going to dive in on this. To, to go along with the theme of what I love, which is my wife, which is football and sports, and also professional wrestling, I'm going to add more professional wrestling in there. Dennis, you know I used to be a professional wrestler. I do. And one of the things I hated when I would do a dive – the person you're diving on does not catch you, uh. and you are landing flat on a on the concrete because most independent organizations don't have mats out there. Well, that's so yes. you learn who to not dive on, and I pay attention to that when I watch WWE. You do not dive on the Miz. The Miz will let you fall. He does not catch you. No, but somebody who does catch you, mm-hmm. Cesaro slash Claudio Casignoli. Ah. He is one of the safest, most amazing people to work with. I've never even worked with him, but you can just tell by the way he uh, just kind of moves around the ring. And if you're going to do a dive, oh, he's going to be there to catch you. You're not going to fall flat on the concrete and hurt yourself. Okay. So I told you, like, uh, the catch me outside if you can. Or catch me outside. How about, How about that? that? Yeah. Uh, Danielle Brigoli. 
I guess she goes by the name Bad Baby. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She so, has she has OnlyFans or something. She like has that, an right? OnlyFans. The f- so she started, I guess, six days after turning eighteen because she was thirteen years old on Doctor Phil when that happened back in two thousand sixteen. Cash me outside. How about it? Yeah, exactly. Her. Yeah. Uh, the fact that she made at least seventy million in the process. Seventy. So far, yeah. She has made a lot of money, boy, doing OnlyFans. Like, boy, <sighs> what? Here's a question, Dennis. Yeah, what can me and you do that we could put behind a paywall? What? That people not together. Pause, what? Pause. Not- what can me and you do individually? What are our skill skills? That could, we could put behind a paywall. Pause. That people would pay for like that. That could be worth seventy million. Do we have seventy million dollars worth of skills? No, because I'd be doing it right now. <laughs> if I had seventy million dollars in skills, I'd be doing it. I'd be doing that. Uh, Golly! Instead, oh. we could just hit it and quit it. <laughs> Just roll right into it. Man. I just okay. This just, just, just right went right it. off the rails. This whole thing went right off the rails. Uh, and that was the last second adjustment for me on my on my four of a kind. By the way, uh, Nuggets got a win last night. They win the NBA championship four games to one over the Miami Heat. A little nugget of information here for you, Chris. <laughs> Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray. First teammates in NBA history to average 25 points, five rebounds, and five assists during the NBA playoffs. That's wild. First ever. That's wild. I mean, wild. like, Jordan and Pippen didn't do this. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, neither has, like, Steph Curry and, like, Clay Thompson or even Steph and KD didn't even do this together. Tim Duncan with Tony Parker didn't do any of this. That's on a whole other level. Jack and like, Kobe didn't even do it. When you When you think about that. And people talk about, like, people like to discount or add to somebody's, you know, uh, postseason wins because of, you know, whatever. Like, people say that Jordan's the best. No, but he had Scottie Pippen. Okay, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody has ever had a wingman next to you that good. It's almost like... With this, with this formula that the that the Nuggets are coming up with, mm-hmm. you almost have two like legit superstars who probably on oh, no, one is a one A, one is a one B, yeah, and they both are responsible for the same amount as far as production is concerned. And as long as you get that, you're going to keep winning. And if Jamal Murray keeps doing that alongside Nikola Jokic, who can stop this team? Both guys twenty five five and five this postseason. In the postseason, that is. Crazy. Uh, Jokic averaged 30, 30 points, 13 and a half rebounds, and 9.5 assists per game this postseason. Catch them he outside. Was, How about that? Yeah, exactly. How about that? All right, let's let's uh, let's quit that and let's hit this. I hit it so good. Uh, an unfortunate thing that happened outside of the arena or nearby the arena downtown in Denver after the win during the celebration downtown. There was a, a shooting in Denver where 10 people were injured. No deaths as far as I've seen reported, but 10 people wounded and injured in a shooting outside of the arena yesterday. They're not sure. Authorities are not sure if it's uh, connected to directly to the celebration, if somebody was out there trying to hurt people. 
for celebrating or if this is just a random thing that just happened to happen uh, downtown Denver while uh, this big celebration mm-hmm. was happening. Here's the thing. Um, I- I'm tired about talking about these things. And, oh, yeah, likewise. And, but because I'm tired of, of, of talking about it doesn't mean I'll stop talking about it because we need to keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Yeah. This is absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's one thing to have uh, a right that's given to you by our Constitution. It's the other thing by having way too much access to this thing, and we are the only country in the world with this many amount of uh, this amount of mass shootings. Like we're way past other countries, and we have the easiest gun laws. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. That means there's something that we got to do about it. That doesn't mean take them away. Doesn't mean taking away your rights, but there's a middle ground that we have to find because it's ridiculous. Especially, um, maybe you don't know anybody that's been you know been gunned down or you or lost anybody to gun violence. I know people have lost have lost gun violence. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not a fun thing because in an instant somebody can just take somebody's life, especially if they have nothing to do with what's going on. Yeah, I could have been in that situation myself. You get a large back inf- in Greensboro. A, a you large, know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, it's a large just in Denver, for example, just a large influx of people in a, in a city just celebrating, and then this happens. Yeah. Uh, things like that should not happen. All right, let's quit that. Let's hit this. Game five, NHL Stanley Cup Finals tonight. Vegas up three games to one over the Florida Panthers, looking to close things out. That uh, that guy that scored all those big-time goals against the Carolina Hurricanes, Matthew Kachuk, that guy, questionable if he's actually going to play tonight. He's oh. been banged up, actually, this postseason. They might use him just in like a role of might play power play or certain situations, yeah. things like that. But you're taking a guy, your best player, or one of your top two players off the ice. If you're Florida, you're down three games to one. He has to be hurt pretty seriously for that to be the case. From a personal perspective, mm-hmm. you liking, loving the Carolina Hurricanes. Yes, love the Carolina Hurricanes. Because they lost to Florida, are you cheering for Florida to win or are you cheering for Florida to lose? Uh, because I, I've had this conversation with people at WRL, and there's a few people in a few different bandwagons. Like Deborah Morgan, for instance, is like, well, because they beat the Hurricanes, let's cheer for the Panthers because we don't – we just – we want them to go ahead and just win it all because we want to make it seem like, you know, the, our loss to them wasn't in vain. Yeah. But I'm the type of person where I'm petty. You beat me, I hope you get killed the next round. <laughs> like, seriously. And that's what's happening to the Florida Panthers, and I love it. I need them. I need the, the Golden Knights to close it out tonight. Yeah. Win 8-2. to two. Seriously. Okay. I'm, I'm so serious like about it. this. Okay. I think I'm more on your bandwagon with this one. Because you know how petty I could be. Uh, the I'm, petty thoughts that roll through my mind. And you know what I hope happens after What's this, that? too? I hope as the Florida Panthers are sadly going to the to the airport tonight, mm-hmm. that fans find them and throw rats at them. Wow. Oh, that's how petty I am about these things. Wow, okay. When it comes down to my team, that's my team. Okay. You beat my team? Oh, I hope you get beat even worse now. Okay. That's how I am with it. All right. Florida, I hope you get rats thrown at you tonight, like real rats. <laughs> like straight from the strip. Pick them up off the street. Fling them at the, at the bus as they're headed to the airport. Different kind of rat. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. Damn! Speaking of the NHL, <coughs> former Carolina Hurricane bench uh. boss, Peter Laviolette. Ugh. 
who won the Stanley Cup in 2006 with the Carolina oh. Hurricanes, hired to be the New York Rangers. You okay over there, Chris? You got a cough button. You okay? Choke me up. <laughs> Choke me up. Peter Laviolette coaching the New York Rangers. Their third head coach in four years. Talk about stability, right? This is something that we're starting to see a lot in a trend here. That it's we've it's been a trend in, in the National Hockey League, Chris. But something that we have uh, we have seen a lot now in the NBA. Man, they just roll through coaches like it's nothing. Yes, it's wild. It, it's they roll through coaches like it's nothing. And I think I think maybe here locally, all right. We look at the the the, the colleges that we have and the pro sports teams that we have with the courage and with the Carolina Hurricanes. Stability at the coaching position has been something that we've had a luxury of recently. I mean, gosh, Coach K was here for, what, 40-something years? 42. 42. Dean Smith was here for a long time. Now, there are a couple coaches before Roy came, but Roy was here for a long time. Keats has been here for a good while now. Now we're anticipating that Hubert Davis and John Shire at their respective locations are going to be there for a long time as well. Dave Dorn has been here for quite a bit. David Cutcliffe at Duke with the head coach was there for a long while. So there's been stability overall coaching in this area. Rob Brindamore has been here for five seasons now as the head coach. It's been the best five-year run for the Carolina Hurricanes. Ever. Yeah, I know they haven't run a Stanley Cup, but you look, I'm talking a five-year run. Even dating back to the heart for years. Yeah, this is the this best, best five-year run the, for this franchise. Exactly. So, stability at coaching. We've been spoiled, for lack of a better term, with that. But we're starting to see this trend. Again, we talked about the Vegas Golden Knights just a moment ago. Okay? They're on their – in six seasons, they're on their third head coach. In six seasons. So, here's the thing. It's working for Las Vegas right now, right? Because mm-hmm. more than likely, they're going to win this and, and be Stanley Cup champions. So, yeah. it, it eventually works. This is what we talked about last hour, though. It's different, though. This is Las Vegas. This is a destination. Yeah. New York, it's a destination. Mm-hmm. You're playing with the Rangers. Maybe Peter Laviolette works there. Maybe he does. So maybe this is a, a good move uh, for them. And when you're a team like the Rangers who, I wouldn't say that they were right there. You know, they lost in the, they lost in the second round. The Rangers, they lost in the first round. They lost in the first round. In seven games to the New Jersey Devils. So they're not right there, but they're a team that has the capability of potentially winning it. But, you know, so you kind of get it. You kind of understand. But at the same time, like, you know, yes, I I think you need to to let a coach build. Give them time. Don't just just, just don't let them go just because you didn't go as far as you wanted to go. Gerard Gallant, the head coach they have for the last two seasons, again, they got bounced in the first round of the playoffs this year. But two years ago, Two seasons ago, when they beat the Carolina Hurricanes to the Eastern Conference Finals, they got to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. I'm sorry, they beat them in the Eastern Conference Semis, got to the yes. Eastern Conference yes. Finals. Yes. And so that that's my thing. He was actually the first head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights, got to a Stanley Cup Final his first year there. And he's already going to be on his third team or so. I mean, so, he's, so even he's been having to bounce around a lot. And this is a coach that's had playoff success. Question. Has had playoff success. Question. Somebody like that, Gerard Gallant, mm-hmm. if he does not pick up a team, if another team does not hire him as their head coach, as the Carolina Hurricanes, do you figure out a way that he can join your coaching staff to have just another winner there to give another perspective? I Why not? I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't see anything wrong with it at all. Now, he might, he might take a season off or something like that. So I know in, in Vegas he was there for three seasons. 
Uh, didn't coach anywhere in 2020-2021. Now, that was a little bit of a different year which with COVID and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, coached the last two seasons with Vegas. In the last his last five seasons coaching, he's been to Stanley Cup final and Eastern Conference final. Now, he's lost in the first round twice. Now, in 2019-2020, again, that was the COVID bubble year. They actually didn't make the playoffs that year. But still, just... He got fired during that season. That team didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah, wow. Anyway, it's a, it's amazing seeing just coaches with playoff success. Just how quick they bounce around. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. How you doing? Let's call them Rake Forest. Oh, okay. I see what you did there. Because right now, the Wake Forest Demon Deacons out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina, have the best odds to win the College World Series. Plus 275 right now. Mm-hmm. Um, We've seen what they've done so far. We talked about it yesterday. Plus 59 run differential um, from the regional round and the super region round to head into the College World Series. That's the most ever beating Alabama to get to the College World Series 22-5. to Wow. Yeah. And Wake Forest absolutely has a chance to, to do it. Would you put your money on Wake Forest? Well, here's the thing. They're the best betting odds. Gordon to Las Vegas, they are a plus 275 to win the College World Series. That is the best betting odds ahead of LSU, who's at plus 380. Florida and Virginia tied at plus 450 for third best odds to win the College World Series. Oral Roberts, plus 2200. They're like the darling of this series, or this, this postseason, is Oral Roberts. They're plus 2200 to win the College World Series. So a $100 bet will give you a $2,200 payout, a $100 bet. Interesting. Yeah, whereas a $100 bet with Wake Forest would give you a $275 payout. I put my money on Wake Forest right now. Yeah. It's their time. It is their time. Shout-outs to Tom Walter. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. Bruh. Mr. Jay Monahan, The commissioner of the PGA Tour. He is blaming Congress... Uh, basically for the merger with uh, Live Golf Tour. Yeah, so he's blaming Congress, saying, because you all didn't do enough to help us out with litigation, we had to make this deal. No, I'm sorry. You chose to make this deal. You could have been like, hey, you could have gone to Congress and said, hey, you know what, This is we need help with this. Because right now, the only solution is to take the money from them. That's not something that we want to do. We need your help. The angel... The angel on one shoulder agrees with you. Mm-hmm. The devil on the other shoulder for me disagrees with you. Okay. And is with Jay Monahan. Because this isn't just you merging with another company. This is a fund that's backed by the Saudi government. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be tied up in litigation with them, if they're going to just try to run your money out just by tying you up in litigation and the United States government doesn't step in, well, the PGA... And all the jobs it helps to create all over the, the country and other countries, too, for these stores. It just came from Canada with the Canadian Open. All that could be up in smoke. It could go away. Big companies could potentially go away. The golf industry could be impacted oh, if, if they don't make this move just so they can stay out of litigation. So I kind of understand Jay Monahan, and I hate saying that. So Senator Richard Blumenthal, the U.S. Uh, the U.S. Senate, he's the chairman of the U.S. Senate's Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations. 
notified Jay Monahan yesterday in a letter saying, quote, while few details about the agreement are known, PIFs, the private, uh, the public investment fund of the, of the Saudi government, PIFs role as an arm of the Saudi government and PGA tour sudden and drastic reversal of position concerning live golf raise serious questions regarding the reasons for and terms behind the announced agreement. So again, the U.S. Subcommittee of Investigations is going to look into this agreement. So again, this is where politics is actually stepping into sports in this sense. Uh, and so we don't know what the future of golf is exactly in terms of how the tour and all that's going to look, but it's it's deep into Congress now. Can we quit that? Yeah. Let's quit that. Let's hit this. You're killing me, Petey. I'm actually You're skip- killing me. I'm actually skipping ahead a little bit, Rob uh, Graham. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, yes. May have to move out of Jacksonville temporarily. Oh, really? Here's what's happening. Uh, the Khan family also owns AEW, yes. All Elite Wrestling. We love it. They have a plan to upgrade their stadium, TIAA Stadium, down in Jacksonville, Florida, uh, but it'll be a, a over a billion dollars to get it to be done, and they may need to have the stadium closed for two years in 2026 and 2027. Hmm. So that means the Jacksonville Jaguars need a place to play. Okay. Guess who's raising their hand? Say, hey, play here, here, play, Florida, play pay, here. Uh, F- Florida Gators. That's one of the places. Okay. Daytona International Speedway. Shut up. Daytona. Shut up. Daytona. No way. Once. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars to come to. I don't know. Now we have seen football at a at a racing stadium before at Bristol Motor Speedway. At Bristol Motor Speedway, uh, 2016, Tennessee, Virginia Tech, I believe yeah. it was. And for a one time big time event, that sounds amazing. Yeah. For eight games out of the season, for a Jacksonville Jaguars team that already has a hard time filling up their own stadium mm-hmm. to go to a NASCAR stadium, I don't know, man. Nope. I don't know, bro. Not buying it. It's probably better just to go down to Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Potentially. It's it's an NFL-ready stadium. Mm-hmm. Go there. It's it's close. It's two hours down the street. I mean, Daytona's close. Uh, but just a little bit further away, go to Orlando. Have it there. It's a regular stadium. It's built for that. The sight lines are all good. We don't know what the sight lines are going to be at Daytona. I've been to Daytona Speedway. The grandstand's a mile long. No, you're not going to be able to watch a game in there. And you're not going to be able to fill it up. It's not going to look good. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Carolina Panthers started their mandatory minicamp today. So mm-hmm. after OTAs, after, of course, rookie minicamp and offseason workouts, things like that, you have to be there. Von Bell wasn't there because of injury. Uh, he's a safety that the Carolina Panthers uh, signed over the offseason. Chandler Zavala. Fourth-round pick from NC State. Yes. He wasn't there today, but it's also because of injury, mm-hmm. and they allowed those two players to miss. Um, another player who's injured, J.C. Horn, the yes. cornerback out of South Carolina. 
Uh, he's been injured. However, he was there. Frank Reich, the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, gave an update on his injury earlier today. Yeah, he's making great progress. We miss him out here, um, but he's making great progress. He'll, he should be ready to go for training camp. So short and sweet. Uh, expect him to be back. They don't seem to be uh, really uh, worried about what's going on with J.C. Horn right now, which is cool. Here's one thing, and we've talked a lot about this before, Dennis, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Carolina Panthers wide receiver group. You say that there is no number one there. I don't believe there is. I agree, but with the caveat that we don't know that one of the players on the team could potentially grow into being a number one. Okay. Um, and a lot of that is because, one, Jonathan Mingo, we don't know because he just got drafted. Yeah. Maybe he is a number one. True wild point. card. True wild True card. True wild card. Uh, Terrace Marshall Jr., last couple years under Matt Rule, for some reason Matt Rule had something against him. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is. Didn't like really playing the guy. But then when he was being played, especially when Steve Wilkes took over as the interim head coach, well, Terrace Marshall Jr. started to ball out. Terrace Marshall Jr. was one of the reasons when D.J. Moore is getting double covered, double double covered, was able to keep the Panthers' uh, chains moving, making plays for them. Mm-hmm. Maybe with an actual real coaching staff, he could end up growing into a pretty good, maybe potentially number one player, number one wide receiver. And then even with the tight ends, Tommy Trimble just said last week, this is the first time in his two-year career, first two years with Matt Rule, that he's been coached up as far as the receiving part of the game is being concerned. So Tommy Trimble, as a tight end, could see a huge step this year. It's just amazing to see Frank Reich uh, gave an update on the wide receiver group and what's going on with them as it's currently constructed. I like the room. Thielen's the leader. He's doing a great job. It's good to see DJ, you know, back out there. Chenault is a really unique piece. You know, Terrace Marshall's, you know, look good. Mingo's, you know, I think Mingo's got a chance. You know, he's a rookie, so he's got, you know, ways to go. It's hard for rookie receivers to develop, but he's got the right mentality and attitude. And then really across the board, um, you know, we like to spread the ball around. Thielen, yeah, he's the leader. Shark is our, you know, big play guy. But um, I think the ball will get spread around. I think, you know, I think that's the way our offense has always been built. Okay. I understand that, like, receiver by committee mindset. I get you want to definitely want to get everyone involved. But if I'm a defensive coordinator and I get ready to play the Carolina Panthers, as of right now going in, who scares you? Who scares you? Who, who, like, when you look at other teams, when you, like, for example, like the Buffalo Bills or somebody like that, or even the, the Minnesota Vikings, when you look at some of those top guys, like, okay, I know I have to adjust my coverage. To that guy, I got to know where that guy is on the field. Whether it's Stephon Diggs in Buffalo, whether it was even back in the day with Antonio Brown in Pittsburgh, Tyreek Hill, those guys. Like I have to adjust how I cover and play defense because of that guy. I have to work around and factor in everything for that guy. Kansas City now, even without Tyreek Hill, it's Travis Kelsey in the middle, right? Like I have to work in things around that guy. There's no one on that team right now for the Carolina Panthers that I sit there and go defensively go. That guy, I have to make sure every single play, every single down, I know where that guy's lined up, and I have to adjust everything I do based on that guy. And when you say that, you're you're meaning wide receivers. Wide receivers. Here's what I think. Uh, here's how to answer your question. Who scares you? Well, last three years when I when we played the Carolina Panthers, we didn't. There wasn't a real coach, so I could just out coach them. Even though they had Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm. they didn't have a quarterback that scared me. The line didn't really hold a well, lot. Well, that's of water. the thing. Well, the thing for them. That's the thing. The the offensive line stunk. 
So you don't have to worry about that. You just but, have, all you do is blitz them. Right now, a legit coach and coaching staff. Okay. But Bryce, I also Bryce Young, somebody un- who is the best quarterback in the best football conference in college. Still unproven as a rookie. Unproven, Still unproven. But we saw what he did in college. And let's take it back to high school, playing which is basically like a college team in modern day. Yeah. High in, in high school. <laughs> in in high school. This is but pro. you talk about you talk about highest of the highest level. That's the highest of the highest level okay. when it comes to high school. But this is pro. But I, I I know that, but I'm saying this guy succeeded at every level, and now they have this guy with a legit line in front of him mm-hmm. and maybe don't have that one wide receiver. But you have Hayden Hurst. You have maybe mm-hmm. Tommy Tremble. You have Miles Sanders. But again, you have Adam Thielen, who has burned a lot of teams in the past. You have DJ Chark. You have LaVisca Le- Le- Chanel. Okay, you're you reading off Marshall. a roster. You're reading off a roster. But again, out of those names, who scares me? Again, it's not about who. It's about the difference in the team. Because beforehand, there wasn't a good, there wasn't a good offense at Carolina. There was nothing there that's, that's – there's nothing in general that scares you. And now you have all the pieces that are there. So I would be simply afraid of that fact that I don't know right now. Beforehand, you knew that they're going to force feed Christian McCaffrey. That's true. You knew that that offensive line was not going to be good. Mm -hmm. You knew that that quarterback could probably get rattled over the last three years. You knew that you could outcoach Matt Rule. That was the way to stop Christian McCaffrey. Right now, I don't know. Well, question is, that's just, the part when you ask the question, what's going to scare me if I'm another team? That that's it. Right now, I don't know. The coaching staff is legit. The quarterback is legit. The line is legit, and they have a bunch of receivers. Okay, just because they have guys on the roster, and we okay. get a bunch of receivers. Okay, a bunch of receivers. Again, keep sleeping. They're they're. they're it would, not su- it would not surprise me early on in the season if the Carolina Panthers have offensive success. But again, because we don't know what my, what Frank Reich's offense is going to look like with this group, with this quarterback. Because again, it's the first first year head coach, a whole whole bunch of new pieces. And they could come out so, hot and well, win five in well, a row. That's the thing; they could come out hot. But when teams start to figure out what they're doing, when they when teams start to figure out what you're doing. Do they have those playmakers that can sit there and beat? Even though you know, like, hey, I'm running the ball right here, I'm still going to get seven yards. Or I, you know I'm throwing to this guy, that dude's still catching it. Like, everyone knew that that Patrick Mahomes was throwing the ball to Travis Kelsey. Guess what he still kept doing? Churning out catch after catch after catch after catch. Everyone knew the ball's going to him. You know why? Because that dude's simply just better. I'd say right now Carolina Panthers don't have that dude. It's like, yeah, that guy's just better than you. But that's the thing, though, that I'm going back to, Dennis. You don't know. Because there are guys that are in Matt Rule's doghouse, like Terrace Marshall Jr., like guys like Tommy Trimble, who wasn't mm-hmm. being coached on how to be a great NFL tight end catcher, just a great NFL tight end blocker, that there are some people who really could end up through this system, through this coaching staff, and through a great quarterback, at least on a college level, right? Again, unproven, again, unproven, unproven in, in the, the college, NFL. Unproven at the NFL. But, but great on a college level, you, you could see – Oh my God, Adam Thielen? He's having a career resurgence. He's he's the comeback player of the year. You could see that. It could possibly happen. And to discount that, I think is is, is a little foolhardy. I'm not discounting I'm not discounting it. Again, it wouldn't shock me if the offense pops off early in the season until teams start figuring out. But as the season progresses, when teams start to figure out Bryce Young, when teams start to realize like, oh, that guy actually doesn't that guy ain't gonna beat me. I'm 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 skeptical what the offense is going to look like midpoint and on midpoint in the season and beyond. It would not surprise me if they come out hot out of the gate, 
But when teams start to figure you out, this is what happens sometimes with rookies. When they, for example, we saw last year with the Miami Dolphins, they came out hot, right? But teams started to figure them out. They're, and teams started to figure them out. And what happened to their offense? They fizzled. Now I know Tua got hurt, but that's my that's my concern about this team. And that and that team has Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. There's a lot to there was a lot to that was already figured out about Matt Rule and the way he ran his team. But at least under Matt Rule, bad coaching and all, Panthers were at least good for for five games. So that meant that those guys on the team were good enough to at least do that by themselves. Now add in a legit coaching staff. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you figured out. A good coaching staff can add another five to that. And now you've got a ten win team. Well, I think they're definitely a ten. I I think they're a ten win team just for the simple fact that they give a garbage division that they're in. They should win five games in that division Facts. alone. Facts. Five in that division alone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.